We are I. Eleven years ago today. And the only reason why I know this 11 years ago today is thank you to Facebook memories. It was one of the things that popped up, which is amazing to me to think that I was posting things on Facebook 11 years ago. But 11 years ago today, I posted of what I can't even say that it's a famous quote, but it's a quote that I think that should be famous. I think it's a quote that more people should know and be aware of because of its impact and its representation on our weakness, our representation, I think even more today, it's relevant than I think that it has been in those last 11 years. But the quote is simple. You can't push a rope. Just think about that for a minute. Let that sink in. You can't push a rope. Now, I find this to be interesting because I come from an industry, a profession where essentially all you're trying to really do is push ropes. You know, push people who, you know, feel like they may not be able to accomplish something on their own. You know, and just because you might be a rope in a certain category of your life doesn't necessarily mean that that's bad. You know, we're all a rope in certain categories of our life, and that's why we have people around us that can help us. You know, but it depends on what kind of rope that you are. You know, there's a lot of people who want to be a rope and want to continue to be a rope, but there's a lot of people who are or have been a rope. There's a lot of times in my life where I have been a rope, and there's a lot of situations that I intentionally put myself in now in life, and I will continue to do that in the future where I am a rope. But I do that so that I am not. I don't like being a rope. I don't like the feeling of being a rope. I don't like actualizing a moment where I know I'm being a rope at that time, or I can't quite get past not being a rope. I want to be better. I want to not be in that position. And if I do get into that position, I want it to be by choice. I don't want that to be a part of my personality. I don't want that to be a part of Blake. I don't want that to be a part of what people think of me when they think of Blake. But again, when they look at me, if they say, you know, oh, Blake's acting like a rope right now. I want them to also think it's like because he doesn't want to be in the future. Because the one thing that I realize as I'm speaking through this is that I turn my moments of being a rope into a sword. I turn my moments of rope of being a rope into a brick. I put one of those bricks on my wall of fortitude. I yield that sword. I hold it up high. I march into battle with that sword that used to be a rope. And as I talk about this as well, I think of the tree branch that used to be a tree branch, but is now a bow. 
I look at that tree branch that used to be a tree branch, but is now an arrow. You know, I look at that piece of ore that used to be a rock that is now a tank. You know, I look at these things that what used to be, but is not anymore. And that is my analogy of being a rope and turning that rope into something. But far too many people now want to stay that rope because it's easy. Complacency is easy. Coiling up that rope on the floor, knowing that people will pick it up. Like that's a lot of people now. The unwillingness to be able to challenge themselves to fail and then to succeed. The willingness to want to go through the turmoil and the distress of defeat. Because the taste of success and victory is oh so sweet. The sweetest and most greatest nectar that life can offer us is when we accomplish something, when we succeed. But why? Why do people want to be a rope? Why do people want to be coddled? And this is that typical liberal mentality that is out there now, that socialist mentality, that Marxist mentality that we need a big government to be able to take care of us so we can suck on the tit of government to be able to live our lives for us because people don't want to turn that rope into a sword. They don't want to turn that rope into a brick. They don't want to learn something new. They don't want to challenge themselves. They don't want to get out there and just do, just be, just participate, just own. We have these moments in life where we come along and we we have a fundamental crossroads. We stand there and we look at that crossroads, that fork in the road that's going to clearly take two different directions in our life. And we look at that. One side of that crossroads is a rope and the other side is a sword. This is the one thing that I love about my life. And when I look at you know, business, for example, and knowing that I've lived my entire adult life without having really a job where I've gone and been accountable to a company. I've created that environment myself where I've gone out and I've done that on my own. I've had my successes and my many failures. But when I look at standing at this crossroads and one side is this rope and one side is this sword, you know, I look at these two avenues and Okay, well, I could start off with this sword and like, yes, and this is the road that I'm going to walk down because this is, the, this is the path that speaks the most to me. This is where I'm going to go. This is where my people have walked. You know, and along with that road, that fork in the road, and when you look at that sword and you look and it says, danger, do not enter. And when you look, you immediately see that this road when you walk down, it turns into a path that turns into a goat trail that turns into climbing a mountain. You know, when you look at this other path, at this rope, when you walk down, it's this, you know, paved road of gold with this silver spoon and waterfalls and rainbows. And it looks really attractive and it's, you know, it's appealing. It's sexy. It's, it's, it's easy. Which road do you choose? The road that is sexy and loving and appealing where I look at that and the representation of that is that I will never really ever know myself. I will really never know my capabilities, what really exists in that land but temptation and lust. 
versus my path, my goat trail that turns into, you know, this stoic journey of discovery, the stoic journey of, uh, of understanding of who exactly I am and who exactly I'm capable of. Give me the tools, give me the sword, and I will succeed. Don't need the handout. I don't want the handout. I want to be able to build that armor. I was having a conversation with my oldest daughter yesterday, and I said to her, you know, I'm like, one of the benefits of working out is not necessarily that you're just healthy, is not necessarily that our body just needs to move, is not necessarily just because, you know, your mind can be strong and you need a healthy, strong mind to have a healthy, strong body to have a healthy, strong life. I said, no, that's not it. I'm like, one of the, one of the major reasons why is because you were, you were adapting and you were creating this, this exoskeleton of strength. You're creating this armor that you get to wear around all day long that helps protect you. Like this is what happens when you when you work out, when you're physically active, when you are when you're strong, when you challenge your body, which challenges your mind. You get to walk around with that armor on all the time. This is important. This is important to you. This is important to me. This should be important to all of us. You grab your sword and you turn right at the crossroads, and you know the trees kind of cave in a little bit and it gets a little dark and it gets a little scary and you know that road turns into that path that path turns into that goat trail and you start your ascent up that mountain and you don't know what's there but you know there's going to be challenge but you know it's going to be worth it and you know you are on the right path and you are going to take that because the bunny's hopping across the gold paved road with rainbows and waterfalls is too much temptation you're not going to learn you're not, not going to succeed. Seems appealing. We're visually attracted people. We, we see things that look beautiful and we want that. We want to go there. Because we're scared. People are scared. People are scared to not be a rope. Because we've created this environment now where we envy that rope. But not much longer. Not much longer. The sword is coming back. I look down at that rope in disdain and disgust of knowing that that's how people want to stay. And I don't know why. I don't know why. For the life of me, I do not know why and I do not connect with that. And when people want to stay being that rope, we had a fundamental break in the human existence because at no point in time could you ever be a continuous piece of rope for the whole point of your life and survive because life itself would have weeded that person out. You couldn't be. There was no option of being. So my question of the day is, do you continually stay a rope or do you take those moments of being a rope and turn them into a sword, into a brick, put it in your wall of fortitude, take the hard road, learn something about yourself. Which road do you take? Who are you? Who do you identify with?